1: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to episode 57 of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene, and we want to thank you for taking this magical journey with us. If you're joining us from one of the gazillion streaming services that we're on, we say welcome in. And if you're listening to us on Magic of the Mouse Radio, we say welcome in. Also, we have a big show today. Uh, We'll be talking a ton of Marvel with our new friend, Soups Matt Ramos. Also, we'll get to hear all about Dan and Steph's big trip to Marceline. Uh, So before we get into that, let's get into the Disney Underground roll call.
2: The Disney Underground Roll Call.
1: Up first, the besters of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. What's up, guys?
2: Hey. Hi.
0: You sound a little sick, Steph.
3: Yeah, I'm a little under the weather. Yeah. So you'll have to do all the talking, Dan.
0: Oh, no (laughs) problem. Great.
1: (laughs) Just what I hoped for. (laughs) And all the way down in sunny Miami, Joey and Sammy, what's up, guys? Hello. What's up? Fresh back from... Disney. Yeah, everybody was traveling this week. We had Dan and Steph and Marceline, Joey and Sammy and Disney. I was mm. in New York. I just got back down to Disney. And uh, the only one that wasn't traveling is our producer, Jay Boogiebergs. Thanks to him for uh, on the other side of the glass. But uh, yeah, everybody, uh, everybody's everybody been moving and shaking around. And, uh, and Joel, Joel says in the chat he was working. And he was. He did a lot of work for us. And I know he's been, he was doing his uh, his regular 9 to 5 as well. He's been working a lot with both. But uh, yeah, so everybody's been traveling and buzzing around. So it's, it's nice to have us all all here we missed like a week in between uh it just feels like it. yeah well we did because you know we missed my my surgery we took a week off after my surgery i thought i was gonna be i thought i was gonna be up for it uh but you know not having dan and Seth and then me being a, a wimp after they took half my thyroid you know it's not even like they took the whole thyroid i could i should have been able to man up and do the and do it the, they only took half right but yeah. um <laughs> let's get into our, our read for our sponsor magical travel by brian the disney underground is proudly brought to you by magical travel by brian contact brian to help you book your next vacation Magical Travel by Brian can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but much, much more. Brian can help you book your Universal Studios vacation, all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel. He can even help you book a wedding, a destination wedding, even a Disney destination wedding. He's going to get you the best possible price on your trip, and that is a promise. And you know what the best part is? Dan, tell him what the best part is. It's
0: free!
1: that's right they are completely free it's a no-brainer doesn't cost a cent for for info reach out to brian at magical travel by brian and you can check them out on their website www.magicaltravelbybrian.com email brian at magicaltravel.com or by phone 1-800-883-1535 extension extension double
0: nickel Five, five.
1: But yeah, and that's Brian, B R I A N. So go check him out. And uh, I hope everyone had a, a happy and safe Halloween. Um, it is November 1st, three days away from my birthday. I turned 25.
3: Again?
1: <laughs> yes, again, oh. Stephanie. <laughs> so, oh. um, yeah, but you know what? A couple of things since since we've gotten together, we've had a couple of cool trailers drop, right? We had a little uh we had some light year, we had encanto. I'm excited about both of them. And, you know what? And, you know, Sammy's a Latina. Let me ask you your how do you feel about Encanto? I'm excited, excited about this? it. Jess is super excited because she's like finally, like, this is like a, it's from Colombia, she's Colombian. So my wife is very, very excited about it. Her like number one crush on the whole planet is Maluma. And when she found out Maluma was in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> She pretty much went berserk, so now I think it's her favorite Disney movie just because of that guy. But, um,
0: yeah, she's excited, well, it's got a big excited. buzz around it, like it's, it's supposed to be really good, co- you know, quality all the way around, messaging and everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, so far, the all the trailers that I've seen for it have been phenomenal. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think it comes out Thanksgiving, so uh, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun to see later this month. But it's nice to see them doing you know,
2: more like Hispanic, Latino yeah, type of yeah, uh, movies, for sure,
1: especially like I said, I, my wife being Colombian my kids being half Colombian it's nice to have someone that they can you know can relate to to an extent so yeah, um, and, then, absolutely. and then we got light year which i'm excited i'm, I'm really excited, excited for, for Lightyear. i didn't know how much i'd like the trailer or how much right. I was going to be into it And then I saw the trailer And I was like Oh this is going to be This is going to be killer Chris Evans is fantastic um, I was listening to something And they said the reason why They went with Chris Evans on it And the rumor Well the thing that they had said On, on this little talk show thing Was that because The Buzz Lightyear character We know from Toy Story Is based on obviously, As we all know It's based on a character From a movie And right. Chris Evans is the guy Who plays the character On the movie Which
4: is why it's a different voice When Tim Allen did it Of course So so it made this sense is about the human. This is about the human That the toys made after The interesting thing about this too, if you look at it, when they first kind of announced it, and then you you know we read the description about it, and you read everything about it, it's hard to picture what they really mean. I mean, you understood what they were doing, but it's hard to really picture it until you see that trailer, and you're like, wow, it was hard to put on paper until I actually saw it.
1: Yep, to kind of
4: envision what they were talking about. I mean, I understood that they were trying to make it, you know, about the guy that the toys made after, but it's just very neat. And then of course the iconic suit that they show in the trailer, yeah, that he's you know that he ends up putting on and stuff like that. It's really and obviously it's very stylized i mean very you know pixar looking
1: and you yeah. know, and, and chris evans let's face it chris evans has really proven himself to be a, a tremendous actor not just a pretty face I, I he's come a long way since not another teen movie i don't know if everybody remembers that not another teen movie that was like a, a spoof oh gosh, of teen movies yes. that was pretty yeah. horrendous it was good at the time but it definitely doesn't stand the test of time but he was that was one of one of his early movies and um who would have known he'd go from that guy in that movie to being one of the biggest actors in Hollywood, having one of the biggest superhero roles, and now Lightyear. So, Joey uh, and I did. We knew. Oh well, yeah, you guys are. <laughs> I can't compete with that. I might just believe. <laughs> let's uh, let's kick it into the news, guys.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, up first with the news this week, Sammy. What do we got?
2: Guests who purchase Genie Plus for $15 per day will not only have access to Lightning Lane, but they will also gain access to Audio Tales, which are podcast-like clips of audio that will give you behind-the-scene information about Walt Disney World. Audio Tales will give guests information about attractions, buildings, and more, which were all inspired by Walt Disney Imagineering Notes. Sounds pretty cool. I mean, on our last trip, we really wanted to try Genie Plus, but we were kind of going more for a wherever the wind blows
4: and it's interesting because i took the app and i actually did what it did like just the free part and just kind of stuck in a whole bunch of stuff and just to see what it would spit out and it does it gives you a whole itinerary and all that stuff all right what else we got
2: a christmas fantasy parade will be returning to disneyland park on november 12th according to disneyland app the parade will be heading down main street usa at 3 p.m and 5.30 p.m. until January 9th, 2022. Guests will be able to see their beloved Disney characters in their holiday outfits along with Santa Claus for a merry musical celebration.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Another parade. Another parade, man. I know. I love the parades coming back. Yeah, me too. I'm a little bit over the (laughs) cavalcades. I know, yeah. me too.
1: I, I the only more. the only thing i like about the cavalcades is i think they i feel like they do them more often I, I guess do. it's easier because they're shorter so like if you if exactly. you miss it you know you're gonna you'll know you 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 can miss the parade and not catch a parade all day really but with the yep. cavalcades there's no way to miss a ca- the cavalcades because they did it so often but yeah there's just something it's just different without having the parade i know so i agree it's good they're coming I, i'd like to be able to i would like to see maybe even still do the cavalcades with the parades right that would be cool that'd be pretty
3: cool that's what I'm no. wondering. Are they just getting rid of the cavalcades I, eventually? Pro-
1: I would imagine they're going to. I feel like the cavalcades are just to kind of like hold down the fort until they can bring parades back again. Yep. I'd like to see like keep them. them. I just, I just don't think they will. Um, no. I don't know. I don't know how cost efficient it is to do that. But all right. So what else we got?
2: Sportsman Shop in the UK Pavilion in Epcot has now reopened. Guests can stop in at the Sportsman Shop to grab all their favorite British goodies. I have
4: actually never been there. Me either. Oh, it's right it's right there like right across oh, no no I'm, I'm not saying i haven't seen it i just haven't been there yeah oh. Oh. <clears throat> they have a lot of women they there
3: looking for wine gums <laughs>
4: they have all your favorite British. oh yeah they, they have all your have favorite have british
1: goodies
2: guests who are already registered for the disability access service at Disney World will now be available to schedule attraction return times through the My Disney Experience app. Guests can click the three-line icon on the button right of the screen and then scroll down to the bottom of the list to access the DSA attraction menu. Guests can then choose the DSA-eligible attractions to each park and schedule a return time. Thank
4: God. This is for, as, as people who use this quite a bit, especially when we have Aiden with us, we didn't use it on this past trip because it was just us. But when we have Aiden with us, it was such a chore to have to <laughs> traverse half the park when you want to just scan for our return time. When we're sitting um, on you know, the other side of the park, it was a yeah. pain. So this really does help out a lot because it was just so unnecessary to have it that way. I know it was like that forever, but... So this is really one of the good things. Really, really happy they've done this. Also, in which this doesn't talk about, we have talked about on previous shows, really glad that they're going the extra mile in basically, I guess, confirming mm-hmm. who actually needs this or who can get this. Because before it was just anybody walked up. Now they actually, they'll FaceTime with you guys and actually go through the whole process. And it, it they really asked mm-hmm. for like proof of this stuff. So that's good. I'll tell
5: you
1: what, I feel like they need to be even stricter though, because I know people that get it that don't really need it, but because they got got a doctor's note, they get it like that. And I'm like, dude, if you can sit on a plane for four hours to get here, you can, can, if you can drive down here in 18 hours, you can stand on a line for, for half an hour so right you know what I'm i, I so, mean
2: I, I wouldn't mind if they got you became strict on it if they want i think they should be strict proof, sure. i would I, I have no problem showing yeah. proof i mean because I, I think anybody's like that
1: and again i um I, there's there's people out there that legitimately need it yourselves but that's yeah. the point my, my the nephew point, yeah. who's like i said before my nephew's in town right now he, they, he needs it legitimately uh for legitimate reasons so uh we didn't use it today actually NEPCOM, because it was so dead we didn't need to but like i know this week they're gonna be there on halloween at Magic Kingdom, so I know they're going to need it that day. Oh, yeah. But so, yeah, so like it's it's a legitimate thing for a lot of people. So it's a shame when you see someone trying to take advantage of it, like, you know, that don't really need it. I just wish they'd crack down on it a little bit better. That's yeah. All. Yeah. All right. So what else we got?
2: Walt Disney World is now starting to list indoor character meets as sightings, which may be a hint that guests will not be able to get close to the characters. So far, only the Mickey at Town Square, Tiana and Cinderella have seen the title change to sightings on the website. The indoor character sightings will be returned to Disney Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom this month.
4: All right, let's get over to Joey. Joey, what do you got? All right. So according to Variety, actor Bill Murray said he'd be joining or actually making an appearance in the upcoming MCU film. So or an MCU film. It's believed that Murray will be appearing in the Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania because he talked about working with Peyton Reed, who is directing the upcoming third installment of Ant-Man. So love Bill Murray. Might be. pretty yeah. good. Let's see. It's kind of it's interesting to see all these MCU movies, even as it continues, start pulling in even more and more um, actors because it's like everybody kind of wants a piece of that. Yeah, so, well, like, nobody's I'll, saying no.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say is like, look, at, even Eternals has come out Every, yeah. huge names in Eternals. They got yeah. two of the biggest actors with game from Game of Thrones on it. Salma Hayek's in it. Yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie. I mean, it's like a star studded cast. So you're right. I think you're getting a lot of people saying, I want to, I, I at least want to be part of this just to have that experience and have that fun with it. All right, let's
4: kick it over to the next one. What do you got else you got, Joey? All right, so Disney's pushed back the release dates for several of their live-action films that were scheduled for 2022 and 2023, and they even removed some of the release schedule altogether. Disney's not given a reason for the schedule shakeup, but the new release schedule features multiple month delays for films like Ant-Man and the Wasp, Fontamania, all the way to almost a year delay for the new, untitled Indiana Jones, which is sad because... Very looking, you know, really looking forward to the Indiana Jones mm. film. I had seen this. I'm not really sure because it, it it went really across the board on a whole lot of stuff. It wasn't just one movie here or there. So I don't know yeah. what, what the deal is, but something must have caused it.
0: Well, a lot of, un, you know, untitled projects, too, were on yeah. the list that we we weren't mm. even sure what they were, too. Right.
1: right. I mean, it's just, do they wrap filming on Indiana Jones? And this is all post-production stuff? Or is they, are they
0: still filming? I think they're still filming. I think they're still okay. filming. I, I mean, thought they were because of uh, Harrison Ford. Because he was hurt,
1: but then I wasn't sure right. he had oh, come back
0: yet. Right. They they kept exactly. filming scenes that didn't have him in when he got hurt. That's
3: right. Okay. But I don't
0: know if that's what this is necessarily about. But yeah, because it's the thing is, since it, it it encompasses a whole bunch of other movies too.
4: I, I don't know if it's just that.
1: It might be something up top in in more of like a production post production department kind of thing where yeah, everything's kind of like log jammed, you know.
4: Um, all right. Next up, guests who are planning on staying at a Disneyland resort hotel and intend on parking their cars at the resorts will have to pay a parking fee of thirty five dollars per day, which is an increase of 40 percent from the previous fee of twenty five dollars. I know. So guests will have to pay 35 per day to self-park the Disneyland <laughs> Hotel, Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, and Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. The valet parking fee will also increase to $50, which is a $15 increase, and oversized parking will now be $40, which is a $10 increase. So can't let yeah, Disney that's... World have all the fun. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's a lot, man. That's a lot.
1: The percentage yeah. is a lot. Like, you know, parking's always gonna go up, right? But like forty percent. Yeah, it's like man, that's like that's pretty excessive. Like I could see it going up forty percent over the course of X amount of years, but to go from yeah. overnight. Yeah, one night, yeah.
2: Yeah, especially so. that the resort is already, it's not like it's it's cheap.
1: The, well, right. paying
2: good money. I, yeah. I
4: hitchhike anyway, so I'm not really sweating it. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> you know,
4: yeah. I just thumb it.
2: That's good to know. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. <So. laughs> what else? All right, next up, Disney uh, Disney Cruise Line has announced that they'll be debuting a new cruise ship float at the 2021, 2021 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, so you already know they're doing that. The new float is called Magic Meets the Magic Meets the Sea, and it's inspired by Disney Cruise Line's new ship called the Disney Wish, which will start sailing next summer. So you can check out the new float at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which will be televised on NBC on November 25th, starting at 9 a.m.
0: I guess we should have said spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> in case anybody oh, well. wanted to be surprised uh, at yeah. any of the parade. That's pretty yeah. cool, though.
4: Yeah. yeah, it should be pretty cool. Last I got, uh, Disney's announced the dates for Minnie's Holiday Dine and Hollywood and Vine in Disney's Hollywood Studios. The, Holly, uh, the holiday-themed the, uh, the holiday dinner party will be starting on November 4th. My birthday! Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't get my that 25th, out. my 25th birthday, 25th, exactly mm-hmm. for the 25th time. <laughs> well, and it will continue through January Same 3rd. <laughs> so it'll go from November 4th and it'll continue to January 3rd. Guests will be able to dine with Minnie and her friends who'll be dressed in their holiday outfits for lunch and for dinner. So reservations can be made up to 60 days in advance. Now I, I like how it says up to 60 days. You better do it that day. Yeah, it's I know. In, right? it's, if it's not <laughs> 60 days in advance, you're not getting it. I'm not sure. yet. You're going to wait it out. These generally get sucked up really quick. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's kick it over to Steph. What do you got, Steph?
3: All right. The Orlando International Airport recently posted on Twitter, families and single riders unite, offering now reservation lane powered by Clear. You can reserve a time slot to go through security Just show up at that time scan your reservation, and go through an exclusive and shorter lane. Many Disney fans have been calling this the MCO Fast Pass Lane. The new service fee is free to travelers, but right now only morning times are available to book. Let's talk Danny DeVito.
0: Oh, I was hoping you'd finally talk Danny DeVito.
3: Well, I have a story for you. Danny DeVito has now joined the cast of Disney's new upcoming film, Haunted Mansion. Danny DeVito will join the star-studded cast that includes Owen Wilson, Rosario Dawson, Tiffany Haddish, and Lakeith Stansfield. So far, a release date has not been announced for the Haunted Mansion film, but we will keep watch
1: for it. Mm. Let me tell you something. I'm so excited. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why. The only thing that could ruin this is if the story is subpar. Because the cast they've put together for this is like star-studded. All the way from Danny DeVito to Lakeith Stanfield, who is, I don't know if a lot of people know him by name, but he is a tremendous actor. Plays so many different kinds of roles throughout his career. He is phenomenal of an actor. But Rosario Dawson, Tiffany Haddish, who is hysterical, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, I've loved him since Taxi. I'm so excited for this. And like I said, the only thing that could ruin this for for me is if the story is subpar. And I really hope that it's not. Do we know who wrote it? Who was writing this? You know, it? was it anybody special? I don't know. I don't know. It.
0: Uh, I don't yeah, know. it was. We reported it. It was somebody special, remember. right? With somebody,
1: was somebody well known, right? Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping this is going to be huge. And, uh, you know, hopefully it comes out just in time for, for me. I, obviously, I guess this Halloween would be too close. Plus, I know that that's going to be the big. Hocus Pocus 2 um, unveiling, so I know they're not going to put those out in the same year. But you yeah. know what, though? It is only the day after Halloween, and speaking of Halloween, I do have a question. Oh, okay. How do you fix a cracked jackal- a jack-o'-lantern? A
3: cracked jack-o'-lantern?
1: You use a oh. pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> a she pumpkin is, She's coughing. She's not laughing. She's coffee. Oh, Katie Dippold did the screenplay for... Um, oh, okay. Oh, I mention, ...so thank you to Joel for that. Yeah, so it, it should be phenomenal. I, I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah, um, Parks
0: and Recreation.
1: Oh, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of which, let me ask you one more question. Oh, boy. I'm terrified. What did the dentist receive when he won Dentist of the Year?
2: Oh, look at
3: him. It wasn't much.
1: It wasn't much. It was a little plaque. Oh... <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Well, you've been saving these, man. Oh, oh, be fair. So be fair. Those are two good
0: ones. Be fair.
3: Actually, Those... um, the little plaque is good. I think the little plaque is good.
0: I'll give
1: you that. They're, you're they're... sick,
0: though. <laughs> you're not thinking clearly.
1: That's probably true. But sometimes you got to be in another state of mind to get that. You need to be. You need to be on the Robitussin to get it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. What else we got? There you go.
3: Disney has announced. That's the 2008 film, A Muppet's Christmas, Letters to Santa, will be coming to Disney Plus on November 9th. The film stars Uma Thurman, Whoopi Goldberg, Madison Pettis, Tony Sekiro, and Steve
4: Sharipa. That's cute. Oh, I would be more, it's, it's cute, but I would be more excited if this was a new one. That's what I hate, and though. A lot true. of the
0: headlines on these news about that word it like it's going to be a Haunted Mansion's Muppet special. You know, and I right. and I, I go in every time and I'm like, it's still that loud, It's the Santa movie. And that's what I thought when I, I you saw know that, I've never like, seen oh, the new thing. one. And then I was like, oh, no, I've never seen it.
1: So let me ask you a question. Is Tony Sirico and Steve Stripper? Are they doing like a like a uh, Sopranos mm-hmm. stick?
4: This I don't know. One. I don't remember this one. I, I might. That's, I might have seen this. I'm, I, I'm not don't sure. that's, that's yeah, I don't that's
1: remember. That's Polly Walnuts. That's Paulie Walnuts and uh, and Bobby Bacala, right? I mean, they're both in it, so I gotta imagine they're doing like some type of right. Like, yeah, gangster shtick, which is cool.
3: Well, we'll have to watch and find out.
1: Okay. Okay. What, <laughs> what <else we>
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Disneyland has confirmed that the Main Street Electrical Parade will be returning to Disneyland, but they did not give a definitive date. The parade will be celebrating its 50th anniversary in the summer of 2022. That's great
0: news. Great news. Keep it over there. I don't want it over here. <sighs> but some like people were the- saying they didn't want it back, and I don't understand what?
3: that. Gene, why don't you want it to come to Disney World?
0: I do. What is wrong with yeah. you? I just I just didn't, I just, I think it's like, I don't know. It's like,
3: Have you ever seen it?
1: Yeah. I just think it's like, uh, yeah. Have I, know you seen it? I know this. I know this. No, I've seen it. But I mean, I mean, I mean, you've seen on video how much different it could it be? It's it's an electrical parade. That's it's like a, it's, it's a lot different. It's bad music and some lighting li- light up floats. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think it's one of those things that I, if it was in here out, out here, I would I wouldn't I would just be like, why is there a crowd? I'm trying to get there. And this crowd is blocking me from getting there for this. Wow. for This like. Electrical wow. parade. So it's not my thing. It's not my thing.
4: That's okay. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't get
0: right. that from the yeah right. <laughs> review you just gave. It could be.
4: Listen, that's it could okay. be a,
0: a nostalgic thing. You know.
4: Yeah.
0: All right. Let's kick it over to Dan. Well, just weeks after Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside reopened, the French Quarter Resort now has also returned to regular operations for the first time since March of 2020, which was the last time we were there.
3: Yes, it is.
0: So that's good news. Yeah. Also, the Disneyland monorail has finally reopened after being closed since the parks closed because of the pandemic. Guests can ride the monorail from downtown mm. Disney to Tomorrowland in Disneyland Park.
3: Well, that's good news, too.
0: You like the monorail stuff, Amy? enough, do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was quite the delivery. Yeah. Um, as Stephanie mentioned earlier, uh, the Disneyland resort parking trams, we're talking about trams, which have been shut down since March, 2020 will be returning in early 2022. Guess who park in Mickey and friends and Pixar pals parking structures will be able to ride the trams to the Disneyland park entrance. Well, this is, this has got me excited. This next piece of merchandise, one of the most exciting new offerings for the holidays will be the soon to be released home alone house lego set the new home alone lego set will be available for a mere 249 dollars and 99 cents beginning november 1st 2021 today contain- yep today can- contains 3955 pieces Whoa. and five mini figures there are many original home alone film nods in the McAllister house including a cutout of michael jordan pizza boxes and lots of homemade traps the Sticky Bandit's getaway van and Kevin's treehouse with a zip line are also included. <laughs> you can see the close-up pics, which are really cool, on lego.com.
4: That's so cool. There's
0: so much detail in this one that it's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, this
1: seems... Really how, cool. Do we know how big it is? Like, what's the scale? I don't know, but... I gotta look at this. Usually big. this big. <laughs> Real
2: big. No, it's, it, I mean, it looks big. Almost 4,000 pieces. That's I mean, right. I
0: mean, it's gotta be huge.
1: It's I, gotta
2: I, be big.
0: All right, Brad. moving... Moving on to more holiday news. Disney has announced the holiday sleigh rides will be returning to Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort on December 1st, and they will continue through December 30th. The holiday sleigh rides will cost $75 for a 25-minute ride, and sleighs can fit up to four adults or two adults and three small children. Guess who I want to challenge that. Guess who are interested in making reservations should call 407-939-7529.
1: All right. So let me uh let me take a run at some news. Disney has announced that Michael Matthews has signed on to direct the upcoming live action Merlin film. Disney has not yet announced if the film will be released in theaters or if it will be a Disney Plus original movie. Merlin will be a separate project from the live-action Sword and the Sto- Sword and the Stone remake that will be coming to Disney Plus. I didn't know they were even. I missed that totally because I didn't even know they were doing a remake of uh, a live-action remake of Sword and the Stone. Um, also, the ticket office in Liberty Square has now reopened. Guests who need help with their park tickets while at the Magic Kingdom can go now, and instead of having to go all the way to the back to the park entrance, they can go there. So that helps because um, there's nothing worse than being, I think that, when I was with you guys, didn't we have to do that yep. too? Remember so that? We, we had to separate you guys. Like I remember Joey and Aiden went all the way to like splash mountain and we had to go all the way to the front we with my cousin.
0: Yeah. I think it was because mm-hmm. we were going to add you to our passes. Is what something.
1: It yeah. It was something that we yeah. were doing that we had to go, but we had to go all the way
0: to the front. So now here it shows you like that won't be an
1: issue next time. Nothing um, wrong with
0: going all the way over to frontier. That am friend.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to go walk past that, those bears and that rain. Yeah. That
4: um, uh, <laughs>
0: Watch the agreement. You could right. have a lawyer calling be, you tomorrow. That might be
4: a breach of contract. You're right. Oh, you're right. Copy you're strike. Right. Copy
1: strike. <laughs> All right. Well, a new Medita- Mediterranean inspired restaurant will be debuting along with the opening of Walt Disney World Swan Reserve, which is the new tower that will be opening soon at Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resorts. Amare will be a casual upscale venue that is inspired by the taste and culture of the Mediterranean region. The Walt Disney World Swan Reserve will also be home to an additional three restaurants such as Tangerine, which is a poolside bar and grill grounds, which is a grab and go option and stir, which will be in the lobby and will serve specialty cocktails and light bites. So I guess like tapas, right? All right. So what else we got? One last thing. Of course, I ask myself that question every week. (laughs) Dean, What do we got? (laughs) Walt Disney Studios will be releasing a new film. About Milwaukee Bucks star, you're going to watch this. I'm going to to nail this. Giannis Antetokounmpo on Disney Plus in 2022. The new biopic called Rise will tell the story of Giannis's and his family's. And he said, Giannis, he said, I'm thrilled and honored that Disney Plus is bringing my family's story to people all all over the world. My hope is that it will inspire those in similar circumstances to keep the faith, stay true to their goals, and not give up on striving for a better life. And he's an NBA champion as of last year. One of the nicer guys in the NBA. His whole family, he's got two brothers that also play in the league. It's a nice story. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I am a huge basketball fan. I, that might be part of it, but he does come off as one of the nicer guys in the league. All right, so yes, yeah, so let's go welcome our, our guest. You guys know him. His name is Matt Ramos, a.k.a. soups. <laughs> Okay so guys you all know who my uh you guys know who my first guest is he's from complex all social media tiktok instagram youtube he's all over the place Matt Ramos, a.k.a.
5: Soups. What's up, my man? What's up, Gene? It's such an honor to be on here, bro. Thank you so much for reaching oh, out dude. and getting me on the pod. I'm ready to talk some Marvel. I'm ready to have some fun, bro. Let's do it. And, and you know what? i want to
1: give a shout out to Vicky, who's part of our YouTube channel. You know, I want to do something with somebody from uh, for, that, that knows Marvel. And I'm like, who should we get? Like, let's reach out to somebody and get somebody. And she was like, she's like, check out Soups, And I was like, no, I know who he's talking about. He's basically is about as much of an expert on Marvel as you're going to get. So... um <laughs> So yeah, so I was like, all right, let's 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 do it, man. So uh but you know, even bigger than that, you know, you're you are you are with complex, you got all this other social media stuff going on, you're pretty much everywhere. When did you realize this was something that you wanted to do? Cause you're like how young how old are you? You're young, you're like a baby,
5: I, man. I am 19 years young my son is your age. And I I, I didn't, Yeah, I mean, you did, you've accomplished a lot, my man, for 19 years old, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot, bro. And honestly, you know, like being, being where I am at 19, the only way I was able to get here is because of the people that I've been blessed to have in my life. You know, mm-hmm. the, the mentors, the friends, the people that I've surrounded myself to elevate me to this point. And I, you know, growing up as a kid, like a lot of those people were fictional characters. It was, yep spider-man it was superman it was all of the marvel characters we know and love today those were my heroes growing up as a kid and they taught me to find the superhero within myself to to be able to bring that out of me and now today you know it's it's something i strive to be every single day i I just strive to be the best version of myself and that transfers over into my relationships into my business into my lifestyle and now here we are you know with with i guess the the age of superheroes becoming more and more popular every single day i feel like my job is easy. You know, my job is to just do what I've been doing my entire life, which is just expressing my passion for these characters, for these movies, for these shows. And now there's millions of other people to share this with. So yes. I'm just, I'm just grateful to, to be a part of this conversation, you know, to be sitting down here with, with you, with all of the viewers watching and listening to just be having this conversation. That that's where I get my energy from. Do you know how blessed you really are?
1: Not blessed because of what you're getting to what you're doing. I might, that's, that, yeah, obviously, I'm sure you're, you're a humble enough guy. i sure you know you're blessed for that. But just to know at the e- at such a young age that you already know what you want to do and you're doing it and you're exceeding ex- your own expectations. Well, maybe not exceeding your own expectations. I'm sure your expectations are high, but you're putting out this thing in the universe and you're you're, you're winning. Do you know how blessed you are to have that at such a young age? Because I just got started doing this thing like two years ago, and I'm. I'm gonna be 44, dude. I'm gonna be 44 soon, and I just started doing it now. I think back to myself, saying, "Man, if I would have been, if I would have known that this is what I want to do at 19, oh, be, uh, you know." And, and obviously, you've been doing it for for a minute now, anyway. So it's obviously even younger than 19. But just know this: no matter where you go from here on out, just know how blessed you are to just to be where you are now and to know what you want to do, and 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 know that you're killing it. You're killing it, my man. And that point, you already know you're blessed, but I know that. But also know the other part, to, to know where you're at at such a young age and and be so well grounded and so like on a perfect course to what you want to do. It's that's, that's one of those things I wish I could go back and be myself. So God bless you, man. You, it's, I mean, it's awesome. I
5: mean Gene, Gene, you're the superhero in this conversation <laughs> because for you at the age of 44 to be able to to have that realization, you know, where a lot of other people would have that realization, and they would brush it off and say, you know, I'm 44, my time is done, I'm not young anymore, I got kids, I got a mortgage, I got this, I got that. I I was old. Slow down, man. <Matt. laughs> nah, nah, you a baby, bro. You can, you can. Die. I got it right. You, you could die right now and live it all over again twice. So I, I got, I hope I got hopefully a good 35 more years left. Let's let, maybe another 40 years. I'm hoping let's hundred years. Let's go. You're gonna, you're gonna, let's go. We're, we're going to eternity. We are eternals. Yeah. There so, we go. Yeah. Honestly, bro, you're the freaking superhero in this conversation. And I appreciate you so much. And you, honestly, like hearing your story, it's, it's inspiring to me because if you could do that at 44, like there, there's no limit as to what I can do as what, to so the viewers watching can do. Yep. If we just, yep pursue what we freaking love and just chase that fire within
1: yeah it's never it's basically it's, it's a never too late thing yours if you if you have a, an inkling that you want to try something just try it man just try it and if it's and if it doesn't work go back to the drawer board, try something else but if it works now you know you know what i'm saying so so let's get to some some some, some marvel stuff and and we'll talk watch well, you know before we get to that i know you love dc too
5: if you had to pick one Marvel or DC, what, what would you say is your favorite? I mean, I I don't pick Marvel over DC and I don't pick DC over Marvel. I love them both just as much. I think Marvel does something's better than DC, and DC does something's better than Marvel. However, my favorite superhero of all time is Superman. Superman and Spider-Man are my two favorite superheroes of all time, but with the character of Superman in particular, I mean, you could see like a little Superman figure like dangling right here, With the character of Superman in particular, I just resonated with him and his story more than anything else. And for me, growing up as a kid, I was born with a condition that less than 1% of human beings have. And in school, I was bullied. I was made fun of. And, you know, I, I, growing up, I felt worthless. I felt like I was a mistake. But if you look at the character of Superman, he felt the same thing growing up too. He felt like this outcast, this, this alien who, who always had to suppress himself and not show who he truly was to the outside world because he was afraid of being judged. But there came a day where he took ownership of the things that made him different. He took ownership of his true power, of the things that make him special. And when he fully embraced that, he became the greatest superhero in the entire world. So I took that as inspiration. And there came a day where I started to view the things that I once thought were a curse to now view them as a gift and, and as the things that made me special. So now the only thing I strive to do is to go out there and to inspire other people to view the things that make them different as the things that make them special. And that's truly what they have to utilize in order to make their own mark on the world that no one else can make. You
1: know what? That's a tremendous, tremendous outlook. And again, not to not to harp on your age too much, but to have that understanding at a young age, dude, is amazing. It really is. To, to be honest, you know, like, I, like I think about where I was at nineteen, I'm like, you just got, you got it, you got everything like really well put together, man. Like, you know, and uh, it's it's just a great outlook to have. So, all right, so with Marvel, I feel like, do you do you like what Disney's done with Marvel? It's to me, from what I feel,
5: I feel like it's. Grown exponentially. I think what they've done with it has been amazing. But what's your take on what Disney has done with Marvel? I mean, it's been, it's been flawless. And Disney has been at Disney and Marvel Studios have been such a pioneer in the industry. They've changed Hollywood forever. They're the biggest success story in Hollywood history because of what Kevin Feige and his teams, Victoria Alonso, Luis Esposito, what those people have been able to come together and build over the past of the, over the past decade has been just remarkable and now the fact that they have Disney plus at their disposal and looking forward to November 12th Disney plus day they're going to be yeah. unveiling a ton of awesome announcements for upcoming content they have debuting on Disney plus it's just it's incredible man and and again like this all started with one movie back in 2008 iron man yep and they threw in that post credit scene of nick fury walking in to recruit tony stark to the avengers they threw that in as a gag They didn't expect this entire gigantic Marvel Cinematic Universe to be born, but Mm -hmm. people love that movie so much that that was the birth of something special. And now looking back, like here we are today, like Marvel back then Marvel was coming out with like two movies a year. Now they have four to five movies coming out a year with like four to five Disney Plus shows yep. simultaneously. Yep. So it's just it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of content we're getting and then the quality of it as well, because it's all quality content. You know, if we look at WandaVision, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, all of those projects are so diverse and so different and so special in their own ways. So I'm just loving with 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 I'm just loving what Marvel is doing, and I can't wait to see what else they have in store you know what too and you touched on it with the tag the tag scenes
1: at the end of the credits they've become become so known for that now that you know nobody nobody bolts out the theater when they, when <laughs> the credits roll anyway now you wait till the end of the credits because you know you're going to get a, a cool five minute clip that you need to see because it's going to be like an easter egg or or, or a hint to what we can see in the future and it's, it's gonna be a tease so it's like everybody already knows you you don't you don't leave after the once you see the credits you have to stay for after the credits um so that, that's really become a thing that they do and they've done it well so where do you see the marvel universe headed like where do you what do you what do you think they're going to do with it where, where do you see it going in the future now that we don't have some characters
5: we've lost a few of them where do you see it going on that in that next generation so you know back when marvel the marvel cinematic universe was first started they were building that was their building phase phases one phases two introducing iron man thor captain america now after the events of avengers endgame they're not rebuilding they're reloading and it feels like now they're adding in all of these different characters that you know aren't necessarily known by a lot of people but are going to be loved by a lot of people Mm -hmm. for example take the character of Shang chi not a lot of people know about that character But Marvel brought him to life in the most epic way possible. And now for me personally, he's one of my top five favorite characters in the entire MCU. Mm -hmm. So right now, I think Marvel is definitely in the reloading phase. And now that they have the assets of the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, Deadpool, they have so many characters at their disposal. I think at at this point in time, they're going to just reload and restack their universe. Now that they lost Iron Man, Steve Rogers, Captain America. They lost Natasha Romanoff's Black Widow. So now I think they're just... Reloading the the entire MCU with just different characters that are off from from all walks of life because again Shang Chi is a movie that introduced an Asian American superhero and we explored an entirely different corner of the MCU so I think we're just going to continue to to do that now looking forward a little movie coming out called the Eternals yeah. That's bringing in a, a, a new cast of characters to the MCU. That is just a star-studded cast for starters. And then on top of that, it's going to ta- it's going to tackle multiple things. It's going to tackle the origin of the entire universe, the Celestials, these godly beings, and where have they been this entire time? So again, every single one of these projects that they're doing is so different. So they're, they're just reloading the decks, bro. And it's awesome to see. You know, it's funny you said that they're restocking the reloading because I had the
1: same exact conversation with somebody the other day off the air. And we were kind of equated it to, if you're, I'm not sure if you're a baseball fan or not, but when you have a team like the Yankees, they, they win all these championships, right? And then they, what happens is those great players they had they start to retire and what they need yeah. to do they need to start reloading they got to go to their farm system and bring up the next cast of players that you're going to love and we have the same exact conversation with the same kind of thought you have they're just reloading it now with these other people that whenever they bring up a new character that i'll be honest i before i seen black widow i was kind of like i love scarlett johansson i love the black widow character but i don't know if she can carry a whole movie i just, I just don't see it but let me tell you something that's one of my that's one of my favorite i love the black widow i thought it was just so well done. And that's what they seem to, to get right every time is they don't need to they don't need the heavy hitters, the Thors, the Captain Americas, yeah. the Iron Mans to succeed because they're bringing characters that you didn't really think much of before and they're putting
5: them right in the forefront and they're succeeding and exceeding expectations, you know? 1000%. 1, 1000%. 1, and, and, and that's the beautiful thing about it because it's like if they can take a character like Shang-Chi that the yeah. majority of people don't even know and it could literally save the movie industry because of how successful it was at the box office. Imagine what they could do with a movie like fantastic four yeah or blade or deadpool or the x-men like there's no there's literally no limit as to what marvel kevin feige and the teams over there at at marvel studios and disney there's no there's no limit as to what they can do because they're they're just they just got a formula that works and they have all of the right pieces and and the beautiful thing about marvel is and the reason i think they're so successful is because they have genuine fans over there making these projects you know if you look to other studios Sometimes other studios that aren't necessarily led by fans, they have these giant properties that mean so much to so many people, but they don't do the characters justice when they hit the big screen. Marvel, Mm -hmm. they've been doing these characters, they've been doing these characters justice since day one, and they will continue to do these characters justice. So, Agreed. Yeah. One
1: of the things I think Disney has done well with taking over Marvel, and one of the things that I think has made them better movies than than to, than a lot of the other old comic book movies or just the other comic book movies that aren't Marvel, to me, is... I feel like all comic movies, comic book movies have tremendous action. They're, the action is always going to be great. You know, you are always going to get the visual effects and the action. But I think one of the things that they do with, with Marvel since Disney's kind of took over. And this is one of the things I think I like so much about Black Widow is you're not just getting action, 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 action. You're getting like heart and soul. You're, you're getting yeah. character development. And that's the part I love. Like, like, there's so much that I I saw about in the Black Widow scene or the movie that I just it was like it wasn't just all action you got to you really got to relate to Natasha Romanoff and, and you know we spoke before about how Gabriel Barron's seen on, on on the the show before the cinematographer from Black Widow and I said to, I asked one of the questions I asked him was what was the favorite scene that you guys shot and I thought he was going to give me some big action sequence right you know what he said the scene that he loved the most was the scene where she's sitting across from Florence Pugh when they're having the, they're having a drink one night after they had, they had just. After they got into their fight, they're just, now they're just talking mm-hmm. it out. And you're seeing two sisters that haven't seen each other in a long time, have had sisterly battles and stuff. And here they are. They're just kind of talking. And they're they're just having a, a, a real... It's like a moment that anybody can relate to with a family member. You know, here's superheroes right. that have are having a moment that anybody can relate to. Whether you're into superhero movies or not, everybody can relate to that. And, and so it was amazing to hear him say that. Because it's one of the things that I loved about what they do with these Marvel movies is you get such great character development. You get to know them as a person, as and it, it brings more heart to the, to the film. I think it, you get more yeah. invested with these characters because of it, and that's why I think they are, kind of like what you said, that's why they are succeeding with some of the characters that might've been the smaller characters before are able to come up in in the forefront and be bigger ones now too is for that this for a big reason for that so give me a a hero in the marvel
5: universe that hasn't been seen on camera yet that you would love to see them bring out i would love to see them bring out a character known as blue marvel he's not as known to as many people but i just think again he's kind of in the i guess captain marvel corner of the mcu in a way but i just think he's a freaking rock star I think another character I'm really looking forward to see, we're going to see him in Eternals, but seeing him become that character is the character Kit Harington is playing. He's playing Dane Whitman. And in the comics, he has ties and and ends up becoming the Black Knight. And in the comics, after Tony Stark Stark and Steve Rogers are out of the mix, Black Knight becomes the leader of the New Avengers. Mm. So I'm super interested to see. I'm a big Kit Harington fan. Shout out Game of Thrones. Yeah, I love right. Jon Snow, and now that he's coming over to the MCU, it was funny. And in a, in a recent interview he gave, he was like, "I'm playing a character who wields a sword and rides a horse." He's pretty familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's proven he can do that. And I think is it, I think Amelia Clark is also coming to the MCU, is she not? So yes, they got a couple she, of Game of Thrones people coming over. They got Amelia Clark. She's gonna be in Secret Invasion. Richard Madden is Icarus in Eternals, John Snow, Kit Harrington. He's playing Dane Whitman in Eternals. So it Marvel, I mean, they also got Christian Bale playing Gore the God butcher and Thor and Thunder. So it's like at this point, who can't they get? Like
1: yeah. yeah, like you said, they keep restocking and retooling and, and and they're they're knocking it out of the park every time.
5: Now give me a villain that we haven't seen yet that you want to see them bring to the, the big screen. For me, you know, my my favorite villain of all time is Magneto, but we've seen him done. You know, we've seen him done justice over there on the Fox X-Men properties. Mm-hmm. So for me, the villain that I want to see Marvel bring to life and do justice is Dr. Doom. I think uh. Dr. Doctor, Doctor Doom could really be the next Thanos. He could be, he could easily be the next like, univ- you have to bring the universe together in order to take this guy down. Yeah. And in the past movies, in the past iterations that we've seen him in, the Fantastic Four have been able to take him down. Yeah. But, he is so much more powerful than the, just the Fantastic Four. He would wipe the floor with the Fantastic Four if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I really want to see Marvel do Victor Von Doom justice. And I feel like they will down the line. What would you say the best character development you've seen so far out of all the characters that Marvel
1: has had? Who do you like where where Marvel has taken their journey on camera on the big screen? What,
5: which one do you think was like the, the best one from when they pr- first brought him on To where, they've, where they're where they at now Who do you think said the best character development? That's a great question And there's so many characters that come to mind But for me, one of the characters that always comes to mind When I get asked this question is Wanda Maximoff yep. I think us getting introduced to Wanda This 16-year-old girl in Avengers Age of Ultron who's just has this extraordinary Extreme amount of power that she doesn't know how to use, she doesn't know how to handle it, and then experiencing so much loss losing her brother in Pietro losing Vision, losing literally everyone in her life because now after Endgame, like the Avengers don't really exist, Steve Rogers isn't around anymore and he was kind of like a father figure for her so she's just lost so much and I, that's one of the things I love most about WandaVision was the development of this character because now looking forward, she's going to be one of the major players in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness so it's like now when we see her in multiverse of madness where she's at her ultimate mul- like we've never seen her this powerful and now she has the knowledge of like the dark holds so she's going to be able to cast spells and she's really the scarlet witch now yep seeing her be that compared to like when we first met her it's just it's two completely different characters so i just love what they've done with wanda so much and i think she's been a comfort character to a lot of people so i'm excited to see what they continue to do with her character moving forward but again Marvel has so many characters that they've developed so well. Thor, yeah. I mean, just there, there's so many. I could go on and on. Wanda definitely is the character.
1: Now, who do you think is someone that we've seen one of these side roles? You know, not one of the big, big Avengers, but that, that were kind of like like supporting Avengers. We, which one do you think is going to have that next big arc, that next big character development? Who do you see? Someone that we haven't seen much of that you think is going
5: to be one of these next these next stars in the Marvel Universe? I think, I think Shang-Chi. I think Shang-Chi, we just met him in his uh, first solo movie. And, you know, that movie was pretty excluded from all of the other events that we've seen take place in the past Mm -hmm. so far. But I think moving forward, Shang-Chi is going to be a major player moving forward in the MCU. Not just because of the success of his movie, but because, you know, the the character just resonates with so many different people. And I think bringing him and and his crew over into the MCU, you know, spoilers for Shang-Chi, but... In the post-credit scene of Shang-Chi, we got we kind of got to see him brought into the Marvel family. And Bruce Banner even said, like, welcome to the circus. So I think Shang-Chi is gonna be a major player moving forward. And you know what? It's great
1: too to have an Asian American. Um, or, you know, for, or for Asian Americans to have someone they can look up to. I think it's tremendous for the community. And I love that Disney uh, didn't get scared to not do certain, you know, step out of a box and try something like that. I, I thought that was amazing. One of the characters I'm looking forward to seeing, and I really hope they do something with, and I think I, I think you've mentioned it too on, on, on your TikTok, is Rambo. Yes. I'd love to see them, like, yes. really, because we didn't, we don't yes. know. They Bro. haven't showed you her character yet. Like, she's just a lady right now. <laughs> We haven't even seen what she's capable of. And right. I think we're going to see, I think she's going to be like the same way where Wanda kind of like
5: really stepped up and became like this huge forefront character. I think we could see that with her as well. Dude, I was actually going to say Monica as well. Cause she's one of those characters that, you know, she was a side character in, in WandaVision, but now we're going to see her in the Marvels and she's going to be a major character in that movie. One of the, three biggest stars in that film. And then, you know, there's rumors going around that she's going to be getting her own Disney Plus series. So again, we're gonna have to wait and see after November 12th if, if the rumors are true. But I am a huge Monica Rambeau fan because in WandaVision, we got to see her be this courageous leader. Yeah. And she's she's someone who I can definitely see. Leading a group of characters, leading the Avengers. Now that Tony Stark and uh, Steve Rogers aren't around anymore, I can definitely see Monica Rambo being one of those people that is culminating and cultivating a team of heroes in mm-hmm. order to take down a villain. And that's why we haven't even seen her use her powers yet, bro. And, uh, that's what I'm seeing. We're seeing her as just a regular human being right now. We haven't even
1: seen her, like you just said, we're seeing her like be a leader, be tough and be and just be a strong woman. We haven't
5: even seen her be like a superhero yet with like powers. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when we first got to see Steve Rogers jump on a grenade before yep. he had the super soldiers. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it reminds me of. Because yep. in WandaVision, you know, Monica, she took on Wanda and she didn't even know that she had like powers to, I guess, survive one of Wanda's attacks. And uh, we got to see her like, I guess, her origin story with her getting her powers in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't even used them yet. But, yep. In WandaVision, like Monica was fighting for she was fighting for what she believed was right. Yep. Despite her knowing that she was going to be able to to survive attacks from Wanda, from Agatha, from all of these different people.
1: Even from her superiors. I mean, she just did what she thought was right, which was very, like you brought it up before, very Steve Rogers. Rogers is so, um, I mean, he he's another one. he He's going to do what he thought was right, regardless if his boss had to do it or not. And I felt like the same thing with her character as well. You know, I, yeah, I think she's going to have a tremendous arc. I can't wait to see it. I love the character. Now, now let's get into a little what if. What if we just ended recently? I love it. And the reason why is it gives a whole new spin, a whole, all these new plot twists on these what could be's. Uh, it's almost like we got to hear different stories. So it's not like I mean, sometimes if you re- if you keep up with the comics, sometimes you kind of know where things go for the most part. Well, not even for the most part, yeah. but you kind of have an idea. But this was like they gave you whole brand new stories, and so you had no idea where it was going to go. I know for me, I thought the I thought my favorite episode was I will not give too much of the away in case some people haven't seen it yet, but the um, Doctor Strange one where it's kind of like he's kind of like having Groundhog's Day, and it's like yeah. every day it's like he's trying he's trying to save
5: his girlfriend, and, and it, just, it just never works out. What would you say is your favorite out of those out of all the uh, What If episodes? Out of all of the What If episodes, I loved that Doctor Strange episode so much. But for me personally, that zombie episode was just incredible. Like, it yeah. really lived up to the hype because they used zombies to market What If a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was one of their most, I guess, uh, wilder episodes in terms of where they were taking it. And I loved it. I want to see zombies like on, in the in the live action setting. There cool. were there were so many there were so many different moments from that episode that I just really enjoyed. First of all, I love the fact that it brought back so many of the characters across the MCU. Mm-hmm. Seeing Spider Man and hearing him talk about Uncle Ben. Seeing Hulk like Hulk out in the w- in the way he didn't do in Infinity War. Seeing like Hulk versus Scarlet Witch. That was awesome. Um, seeing a zombified Thanos. Hearing Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa tell Peter. And teach Peter about death and coping with death. And yep. how death is not the end in my culture. As long as we remember them, they're with us forever. Like, you know, the, the episode couldn't have been written, written any better. Like, it was just so perfect. And yeah, that was definitely my favorite episode. I'll tell you what, it was definitely a surprise episode for me because I remember when I heard that they were doing a zombie episode, it was kind of like,
1: ah, zombies been done to death. I hope they're not just kind of riding this, this wave with like, you know, trying to capture some walking dead stuff. Cause yeah. it's kind of, but I'll tell you what, when I saw the episode, I, so I went into it with a little bit of a lower expectation, but when I finally saw it, I was like, okay, that was that was a good episode. Now again, the Doctor Strange one's still my favorite one. I just thought it was yeah. so it was sad. you know what it was, it was sad? Um, it just was a lot to it. And, and that's a good thing, too, about the What If series is they're not all happy ending. They're giving you potential out, different outcomes. And they're not always going to be happy go lucky in the end. They, they, you know, it's not always going to be good for you in the end, as, you know, as we've seen. So, so you know, before we let you get out of here, I, just, I, got, you know, I know we got some stuff that's coming up that I would love to get your take on. I know you on your TikTok, you briefly spoke about maybe seeing in, in the new Spider-Man. Maybe we get a little Mike Morales, um, Miles Morales. What would be your take on that?
5: I mean, that's like, for me, that's like a fever dream. That would just be like the cherry on top to like the perfect Spider-Man movie because we've all heard the rumors and like, we all kind of like our, we all have our expectations set when it comes to Spider-Man No Way Home. But for me to, to be able to see Miles Morales in like a post credit scene or in an end credit scene, that would just be a cherry on top to everything else we got to see in No Way Home. So yeah, I would love to see it happen. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily likely that it's going to happen, but Again, like, why not? Like, hopefully, like,
1: I hope it happens. I gotta feel like it's a no brainer for them to do it, man. Like, I think people would, if you could add him to a mix somehow, everyone, I mean, that's a character that everybody fell in love with. Yeah. And I think it makes, it would make complete sense because it would, I think they, he could be a star if you just brought him into this Marvel universe, too.
5: 1000%. And again, with the multiverse, we just, we just, we just saw saw what if there is endless possibilities with the multiverse. So, like, what if he was Spider Man on a different universe and then, The same way like Dr. Strange's spell brings in all of these different villains, it also brought in Miles to the MCU. Even though we already know Miles exists within the MCU because of Spider-Man Homecoming, Mm -hmm. I still think he's going to come sooner than we think. You know, I just think this 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 is such a important character. You know, not only representing the Latino community but the African American community, he's just he checks all the he checks all of the boxes. He resonates with so many different people, and he's a different Spider Man than Peter. Like like Peter Parker is a lot different than Miles Morales. And for me personally, I resonate with Miles a lot more than I do with Peter. Peter is just Spider-Man I grew up with, so I love him. I I, yeah. I, I love him a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I think I think he's gonna be a huge su- superstar. I mean, like the video games are so popular. Into the Spider Verse was such a hit, and people are just slowly awaiting for Miles Morales' live-action. He game, could too. he could carry a whole movie if they gave him a whole movie. Exactly.
1: That character would carry a whole movie. Um, so you speak of Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland. Who's your favorite?
5: So my favorite, I would have to say is Andrew Garfield. Really? Now there's an asterisk there. There's an asterisk. Okay. Because Tobey Maguire, for me, I don't compare anyone to Tobey Maguire. That man and those Spider-Man movies, nothing has impacted me in my life more than those Spider-Man movies and Mm -hmm. Tobey's portrayal of Spider-Man. So for me, Tobey is like, Tobey just holds a special place in my heart, but- If we're just looking at like, all right, who who do I think is like the best Spider-Man? I would say it's it's Andrew because Andrew is one of those actors who just you, you could just tell how much he really loved this character, you know, seeing him come out at comic-con in, in 2012, I think it was where he just came out and he, he unmasked himself in this like party city Spider-Man suit. And he just like read off of this note that he wrote expressing his passion for Spider-Man. I love actors that are passionate about their roles. It just makes me love their performances so much more. And An- Andrew's heart for this character and his love for this character definitely showed him his performance. So I would say Andrew's my favorite, but Toby just holds a special place. Like, Toby's untouchable for me. That's, you know, he's, I think he's because, like you said, a lot of
1: people grew up with Toby Maguire and he did a good job at it. So I think a lot of people grew up with Toby Maguire being the guy. And it I think that's what it is. I love Tom Holland's rendition of it too. I think he's phenomenal oh, yeah. at it. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying about Toby Maguire. I think that's because a lot of us grew up watching. I mean, I wasn't I'm a lot older than you, but like I was a lot younger when you know the Toby Maguire mm-hmm. ones came out. And how do you feel about Catherine Hahn getting a
5: bigger role now? They getting she's getting a series. That's pretty I mean, cool. I, I certainly find it very interesting because Agatha was one of the best parts of The Mission, but yep. I never expected her to get her own series. But again, yeah. Marvel's always doing the unexpected. so... I'm, you know, I trust in Marvel. I trust in Feige, you know, t- that show and those reports, you know, generated a lot of hate on social media. Like, yo, this show is pointless. Like, what is Marvel doing? Why are they giving Agatha her own show? But at the end of the day, as long as Kevin Feige and those people are the ones calling the shots, guess what? I trust them. They've surprised this in the past before. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Black Panther, Shang-Chi, now with Eternals. I'm sure that's going to be a massive hit. So Marvel's continue to do that and expect and it's and shock people, even with the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. No one expected the Loki show to be as good as it was. And it mini blew movies put out of the water. They're mini movies.
0: They're, they really are.
1: Like that when you see the the the, the production value and just realize it's not even a movie. We're watching we're watching a TV show, and the production value is like a, a blockbuster hit that you would that you would see. I'm gonna let you go in a minute, but real one last thing. Uh Scarlett Johansson seems like she's uh, buried the hatchet with Disney. Yes.
3: Um,
1: which is I kind of knew they would. It made it made more sense for Marvel to be able to kind of still get on the same page with, or even outside Marvel, they got the Tower of Terror movie they, they were looking to do. But do you think we might get some more Black Widow, whether it be prequels or or flashbacks? Do we do we do we get a little more like Natasha Romanoff somewhere? Like even if it's a
5: flashback, give me a flashback. But I'm gonna miss that character, man. Do you think we're going to get a little more of her here and there hopefully? I think I think in the distant future, I think we will see not only Scarlett Johansson come back as Natasha Romanoff, but I think we'll see Robert Downey Jr come back as Tony Stark down the line. Again, with the multiverse, anyone I'm, can come back. I was about so, to say, there's another if Marvel, if everyone Marvel wants to bring back someone They'll be able to bring them back some way, somehow. And it'll all make sense some the, way, somehow. Because the
1: multiverse with the multiverse, they can really they've really given themselves a, a license to really do whatever they want. No how no matter how ludicrous it is, and how out of like you know, they they've they've given themselves license to basically say, Yeah, we can bring we can actually do a whole brand new Black Widow movie. Cause yeah, she just popped in from the multiverse. And exactly. Can, so it's really given they give themselves a creative license to do really whatever the heck they want to do, man. So yeah. um so, yeah, so, you know, like, if they're listening to this show, they already know who Soup's is, man. So, but before you get out of it, in case somebody's living under a rock, please let them know where to find you. Before you say that, guys, if you're looking for anything on Marvel or DC, but especially the take on Marvel is tremendous. There is no bigger expert on Marvel. At the age of 19, this kid is already a, a Marvel Marvel. <laughs> He's a Marvel Marvel. Uh, so check him
5: out. Tell him where to find you. So guys, I am on TikTok at soups S U P E S, on YouTube soups, on Instagram I'm the real soups and then on Twitter I'm the real soups and then on Twitch I'm soups streams. So make sure to come check me out and just make sure to bring that energy, bring that passion to the party because we're just going to continue to party and celebrate just this this awesome age that we're in with all of these different superhero projects coming out with movies in general, like like there's so many awesome movies and films coming out across the board. So it's just, there's no better time to be a fan than right now. So I look forward to seeing all of you guys continue to join the party.
1: All right, my man. So, you know, again, thank you so much for giving us a few minutes. You know, nothing more to say. Guys, go check him out. He is the most um, knowledgeable Marvel guy you're going to find. And if you like DC too, he's got the DC stuff for you too. I know they just recently did some on Halloween Kills. So he's got all the reviews for you. Heck of a journalist at such a young age, man. Go
5: check him out. And uh, soups, my man, thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate it. Thank you, Gene. It's a freaking honor, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. Disney
2: TV and Movie Minute.
5: Okay, so that's going to bring us to this
1: week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. And as always, the TV and Movie Minute is brought to us by JSA Creations. And Joey, what do JSA Creations always do?
4: We make all your ears come true. Dan. We make all your ears come true in 3D. What do we got? So Amphibia, which is, this is season three. I didn't know there was season one or two. I've never heard of this either. Um, Is a frog out of water animated comedy series that chronicles the adventures of a 13 year old Anna Bunchu, I think that's how you say it, uh, magically transported to the fantastical word of Amphibia, a rural marshland full of frog people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steph, yeah. you I like that one?
0: I like that. <laughs>
2: might watch it.
4: Okay. I've yeah. never heard of this.
2: Yeah, I didn't even. All
4: right. Me neither. And next up, we got Dino Ranch Season 1. Dino Ranch follows the adventures of, Cass- of the Cassidy family as they tackle life in a fantastical pre mm. not historic, but westoric <laughs> uh, setting where dinosaurs still roam. Uh, as the young ranchers learn the ropes, uh, they discover the thrill of ranch life, <laughs> whilst navigating the great outdoors through unpredictable challenges.
2: Storm rising season one. Follow a team of storm chasers as they head directly into Mother Nature's Wrath as they explore epic weather events as they happen. I feel like that's something you would like, Joey. Yeah, maybe. You would like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Don't tell him what he has to like. like yeah, you usually like a lot of that Na- National Geographic stuff, though. Yeah, I
4: do. Mm-hmm.
2: So, the next we have Photo Arc Season Two. Follow National Geographic photographer Joel Satori as he explores different countries and looks for rare and endangered animals, capturing their majesty through photographs. This is something Aiden Maybe would like.
4: Photo arc. Maybe. It's an interesting take on things. Yeah. yeah. Give me something good. What do we got good that's coming out, guys? Anything? Right. Well, coming in. Let's see. Also, coming is Alvin and the Chipmunks Shipwrecked. Yeah, nothing good still. Sorry. First one was good. I didn't like the rest of them. So, but if you guys want to see this, check it out.
1: Was for Grace in this one?
4: (laughs) I don't think
0: so. What's a for Grace? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. for Grace.
4: (laughs) What else we got? All right. Next up is X-Men First Class. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's just okay. Uh, Anyone that's seen the X-Men series, I know Sammy doesn't like any of them. No, I don't. So obviously she (laughs) refused to read it, right? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So I um, I look forward to when
1: Disney now can start over the whole X Men experiment. Like I want to see them redo yeah. the you know the way, same way they've put into all the other Marvel characters. I want to see them redo the whole X Men thing because I think they'll do a great job of it. Yeah, yeah, right. it's my thing. Okay.
4: Okay. Right. okay, of course, of course, of course, of course, <laughs> of of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, last I got prep and landing operation Secret Santa, which is a short. Miss Claus enlists Wayne and Lanny on a secret mission to retrieve a mysterious item hidden deep within the office of Santa Claus. So, you can already start to tell we're going to start to see Christmas stuff and mm-hmm. holiday stuff start popping, yeah. up, especially going into November. So, I get excited at least for that stuff. Yeah. But let me, but let me ask you this though: so far, th- this is all
1: the whole list is duds. We have are we gearing up for like a, a lull for like a month before they start hitting this with stuff again? Because so far, there's literally zero reason to watch Disney Plus for anything new. I agree. Yeah. Like, I agree. I'm looking at all right. this like, yeah, I might tune to Storm Rising, but I don't need to watch Storm Rising. And yeah, Dino Ranch sounds like series of the year, but like, I don't need to watch Dino Ranch, especially now that I know Topher Grace isn't in it. I thought Tofa Grace was in it. Different story. So, so far, very, very not happy with what we got coming up. That's what I'm saying. What else we got?
0: Until now. <laughs> we have the original jingle all the way. Haggard <laughs> salesman it's promises his son a Turbo Man toy. For Christmas, that sounds like Steve Brule. He is forced to fight every parent and travel all over town to get the toy after he forgets to buy it, which obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad star in this. the love, love this film this in Minnesota.
1: Yes, so, yeah, filmed in Minnesota. They're at the, that, the uh, Mall of America for part of it. Uh, the late great Phil Hartman plays that jerk neighbor, yeah. Rita oh, Wilson, yeah. the kid who it's, played you know, Anakin a, Skywalker, who went on to get in all sorts of legal trouble, isn't it? It's a phenomenal movie. It's one of my favorite Christmas it movies. Is. I love that. A lot of people funny. say
0: it's hokey, but there I is a sort of it, charm to this movie. I love movie. it. Yep, I love it. Well, not
4: only is there a charm to this, it's it's almost like a, a a different take on what and and obviously it's a lot different now. Parents used to go through for the most yeah. part, and even in a way you do now, where you got the hottest toy. If you, you know, you can't find it anywhere. And there was, we could think of all kinds of hot toys when we were growing up that we asked our parents. I remember Transformers, GI Joe, He-Man, and a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm sure my mom went. Cabbage Patch dolls. Yep.
0: Evil Knievel, a stunt cycle for myself, the scramble van.
4: There you go. There's always something. There's just, there's so many over the years. I remember when the, uh. What was it? The pound puppies, the Furby, yeah, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff, man. Yeah, and know, remember the uh, tickle me elmo. I mean, it, you go, oh, hold
0: up one of your pound puppies in the background there, grab, yes, yeah, One up to the oh, they're <laughs> not. Oh, okay, that must be in another room. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> shoot, I remember that, man. Those,
4: um, yeah. there were so many, it was like every year, you know, and each and now it's become. The more electronic stuff, the Nintendo Switch, yep. the Nintendo Wii, you know the Wii U, the PlayStation Five right now. I mean, it's all that stuff. So it's like I think it's funny when you see this, you can kind of empathize and kind of you know you you yeah. you understand what it, what this guy's going through to find this thing. Of course, it's his fault for waiting for the
0: last minute, which is funny as hell. So because it really was um, kind of like uh, Black Friday uh, was with all the people, yes, plowing yeah. everybody over yeah. when these like cabbage patch dolls or whatever it might be. Yep. When they found out the store was getting the shipment, you know, it was crazy. But listen, as great as Jingle All the Way is, because they, they really
1: did redeem themselves with this. Although, I guess at the end of the day, who doesn't already have Jingle all the way in their home? Who needs to go to Disney Plus to watch it? But as good as that is, we took a complete U-turn for the next one. Dan, what do we got next? Jingle All the Way 2. Uh, the worst Larry. sequel ever made with the I've worst... Never seen Worst comedian of all time.
0: Larry the Cable Guy, in case anyone out there does not know, wants to give his daughter, Noel, a doll that she so dearly desires. He races against Noel's stepfather to get the doll in order to come out as the better father.
1: Can I can I tell you what I want for? So there Christmas? you go, Gene. There's <laughs> your I movie. T- can I tell you what I want for Christmas? I want, want I time? want Larry the Cable Guy to just retire, leave Hollywood, please. Jeez. He's so bad.
0: He is so bad. He's just trying to create some laughs
1: for people, Gene. He's not doing a good job. He sucks, man.
3: He kind of does.
0: He's such a he's bad-mouthing Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs>
1: the well, cable... I, I Larry the fun. Cable Guy. Charity
0: work, you guys. That's good. You don't need to be. Uh, you don't need to be doing stand up. You can
1: still help out. Great, help out. Yeah. I'll help him. I'll help him. Just get off stage because you're horrible. You stink.
0: More you stink. importantly, stay Stinks. away from my Christmas movies. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's listen. Go.
1: I only want to see him do the voice in the Cars movies because now the the, the voice is out set for Mater. I don't want to see somebody else do Mater's voice. I'll let him do those. But if they ever do a Mater prequel about the real Mater truck, nice then we got to get somebody else to do it just like they did with Tim Allen. But as of now, I'm okay with him doing... If they do 15 Cars movies... Let him do the mater voice.
0: But other than so that, don't worry, Larry. You, you still naive. have a little bit of work that you're able to do. <laughs> I'm um, okay yeah. with that. Gene's
1: approval. My approval. But other than that, Larry Cable Guy is so hokey and so god awful. I'm sorry if there's any fans out there of his comedy,
0: but he's horrendous. I just wish Gene, you wouldn't hold back and tell us what you really think, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I know, mean, just tell annoying. us come on, let it out. Like, he just sounds the, like a dumb,
1: uneducated. I think uh, that was kind uh, of the uh,
0: point, but uh I get it, but it's not funny. But listen, Gene, calm down because I'm Stephanie around. has two more. Powerhouse titles right now.
3: Are you ready? Yeah,
0: tell Gene so he feels better. Santa Buddies.
3: <laughs> Santa Buddies.
0: <laughs> oh, Gene threw his headphones at off the,
3: At the North Pole, Father Christmas and his chief dog, Santa Paz, worry as the whole toy processing system is threatened by the weakening of its magical power source, the icicle drawing on Christmas spirit.
0: See, Gene's got a dog in it. Ooh, yeah. he sucks too. Oh, boy.
1: Well, Let me say something. No, this is good. the
0: worst week of
1: Disney Plus so far, ever. Clearly, this is. But who, wait, Olkin, show of hands. Is this not the worst Disney Plus week we've oh, ever no, had? No, yes. oh, it's, it's, all no right, so it's not way. just me. I can't think of there's not one thing I would watch here except Jingle All the Way. But like, like I said before, who doesn't already have Jingle All the Way somewhere? You know what I'm saying? I think we will have it. Stephanie, give them
0: an alternative title.
3: Well, if you're not into Santa Buddies, maybe you'll like Space Buddies. When their master heads off to see the launch of Vision One, an unnamed space shuttle, three dogs decide to follow them and join in the fun. When they decided to explore a high security facility, they accidentally get stranded on the shuttle. The next thing they know, they are taking off on an intergalactic adventure.
0: It's unmanned, not unnamed. <laughs> the dilemma oh. is not what they're going to name it. It's oh, just there's no unmanned. one in there. Oh, so yeah, yeah. these yeah. guys are getting in there and taking over.
3: Oh, well, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've CG all seen it
0: all, made, it all turned around. Yeah. I told yeah. you. Yeah. Thank God for space buddies.
3: Okay. If, if you had to watch one of these besides Jingle All the Way, you have to watch... You have to watch one of these. Which one would you pick?
1: Can I take three slugs of Benadryl first? <laughs> oh my god! Actually, with these
0: movies, I guess I wouldn't need the Benadryl. <laughs> well, Gene, and, what do you got? Well, some real quick, pre- please I, hate to, some more about Christmas. And, yeah. and I don't know if I, if, if I rubbed
1: Jay Jay Bookie the wrong way, but because he put in the chat about Larry the Cable Guy, he's only worth a hundred million and married to Kara Whitney. First of all, I don't know who Kara Whitney is, and God bless him, he stole that he stole a hundred million dollars because he certainly didn't earn it. So I apologize. At least he Jay still Burks. has a
0: part-time job on cars.
1: <laughs> so she I apologize. Right? J no. like you took a little bit of offense to my um crushing of, of uh Larry the cable guy, but that's how I feel. I keep faking. It. <laughs> it's okay. Now watch me try to fake it. There's no a- buddies. In a, in a fortunate <laughs> twist of fate, five puppies get transported to Alaska where they join forces with a boy to participate in a significant <laughs> dog sled
4: competition. <laughs> well, this is already like ridiculous. So we've covered the entire buddies trilogy here right okay
1: and i think and i think the next one is pretty much if it's not part of the same universe of these movies it might as well have been because i don't really know the difference it's a bootleg version of it if anything then we have the search for santa pause so (laughs) we have santa buddies and santa pause i don't it's got to be the same vehicle right i mean it's got to be right santa claus and his faithful canine companion santa pause leave their chilly home at the north pole (laughs) on an important mission they must try to persuade the heir of one of their greatest benefactors, toy sore owner.
0: Mr. Come on. I've been waiting all week for this, for you to hey. deliver this name.
1: Mr. Huckle Buckle, <laughs> To continue with his grandfather's
0: good works. I knew, I knew he would not just fly through that name. I knew it's, it. There's nobody that's not reading that and crack it up. I move that right down into Gene. I'm like Gene's gonna have to say huckleball. All right, so guys, let's head over to Disney Topic Talk where
1: we can uh, talk a little bit about Dan and Steph's recent trip. (music) Okay, so that brings us this week's Disney's topic talk, and we're all, we are going to discuss Dan and Steph's trip to Marceline. Uh, they gotta let us. They're gonna give us a little show and tell, or a little give us a little bit of info about what they got to see and do, and and here in beautiful old Marceline. Uh, I know you guys go quite often. This wasn't your first time there, so um, and I know you had you met a couple of cool guests or uh, other you know people there. Want you tell us all about it, man? It
3: was magical. <laughs> you know, people say that it. You know, well. Walt said it. All started with the mouse. I say it all started in Marceline. Yeah. In 1906, the Disneys moved to Marceline and uh, got a farm, lived on a farm, but Walt came up with his ideas at at that barn, the dreaming tree. He would go out there and look at the tree and come up with ideas things that we know of today that are still intact. And that town is magical, man. I mean, it's like he, Walt even said it himself, more things of importance happened to him and Marceline that, happened to him throughout his life
0: yeah that's a good scene that he had yeah Yeah, and you know it was like we've reported before Steph's mom passed away and we have we had already booked this trip because they have the dreaming tree gala each year and we had tickets for it before the pandemic and they just they kind of canceled it and did a virtual one and then just had it now this year and we're like, we gotta go. So it's definitely the place we needed to go, the right atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Disney when you go to the parks, it's you change when you walk in there. And for us, Marceline is, is now the home of the Disney Hometown Museum that is unbelievable, uh, with its collection of all sorts of different works from Disney and iconic pieces. Uh, you, your One of favorite. his
3: drawing desks is in there. I mean, you're looking at Walt's drawing desk. Wow. I, I mean, That's it's so cool. it's unbelievable, and just to be the flag, the the flag that was at Disneyland that flew above his apartment. It's crazy. The stuff that I don't want to give it all away, but yeah, yeah. Because
0: it's crazy. Kay Allen's is the executive director at the museum. We met her last time, and her mom. And they are the ones that owned the farm then when Walt came to town and Walt stayed in Kay's bedroom. It was pink at the time. So we got a lot of stories from her the last trip. thats crazy. So when we went this trip, she remembered us and um, invited us to this private walking tour of Marceline and we really had no idea what that was going to be and um also for the dreaming tree Gala, like we mentioned before the guest speaker was one tom nabby um <laughs> who had um, was the original tom sawyer on tom sawyer's island hired mm-hmm. by walt Came and with the, nabby the nabby grabber to grab the lost items that would have fallen into the monorail track system and so so, so what was that was the last part? he was the the nabby grabber it's called the nabby grabber it's basically like you know how people buy those arm grabbers yeah you know with a claw kind of at the end he invented one because so many things were falling into down that people were dropping into the monorail tracks but it had to be devised so it was grounded, so you didn't get electrocuted, and so that's a that's a big thing I've always kind of
4: little important uh, about
0: him. Yeah. So we were excited no matter what because we were gonna, you know, go to the, it's it's out on the family farm. You get um, a dinner. There's a speaker, and then fireworks at the end.
3: And we were just excited to be in the. You know, it's weird the gal we were excited about the gal we were excited about everything but when you get there and you are on main street and it's not a set <laughs> these aren't facades yeah this is the original main inspiration
0: street. for main street
3: it is crazy to be there i keep thinking that i'm gonna see cast members walking you know ca- popping awesome. out of buildings and they're not this is this is the real place this is where walt walked and it it is Joel brought up a point. It's not to be confused with the Disney Family Museum in California. They they do look similar if you if you research them. Um, I'm always going to be Team Marceline because that's that's where's Dreaming Tree started, and and I do want to go to that California one. That's oh that's on our bucket list, but this is just for any Disney history fan. Marceline is a must do it yeah. is and everybody is so nice and the, the way that they have this museum is just beautiful there are bricks outside you can buy a brick a memorial brick the things in this
0: museum are with your name on kind of like disney yeah. world, yeah. world yeah, yeah. Too, But mm.
3: yeah and so we got invited to, yeah for a walking tour and then we got invited to have lunch with tom
0: nabby <laughs> yeah we met some people um
3: anita uh, and gary, gary from the dayton disneyana and, and,
0: and dick
3: Yep. And they, they all wanted to know about the podcast and they want us to be a part of their event coming up in the spring. We got to sit down with Tom and have a a private.
0: Yeah. There's a Mavic's diner. That's one of the few places to eat there. And it's, you know, kind of the fifties. It's not really themed. It's just that way. And so it's just casual burgers type of thing. And so they invited us to lunch and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to have lunch with Tom Nabby." I'm like, um oh, <laughs> what and they made sure that they sat us at the table me and stuff across from tom nabby it was just two little tables they were at the other one that's crazy and so for over two hours we picked tom nabby's brain about different stories yeah. and he was unbelievable as great as you ever want a celebrity of any sort to be was was Tom Navi he told us
3: all about the legend, like what each legend award looks like, like in detail. He told us where his uh, window is on Main Street and about that, and, and just to sit there with a to have lunch with a Disney Legend, a certified right. Disney Legend. Yeah, Ooh. things
0: like uh, you know where they used to have fishing poles and ho- real hooks at Tom Sawyer Island, and he yeah. talked about how they he was had to help with that, and people actually took real fish like out of there after they caught him in plastic bags and how bad they stunk and they had to do away with that. And he was telling us this big story about he was having inventory worm crates because they suspected they weren't getting the right quantity of worms in these things. It's like <laughs> bizarre stories. Just really like, bizarre just but we were just it. like jaw dropping at everything yeah. cuz was how, so yeah. how old was he when he worked there? He was he 12? He
3: started. Yeah, he started underage cuz he started as
1: a I was going to say they did he look young and they, and they, and he was of age or would they hire him underage?
0: He started selling papers and he bugged Walt to hire him as Tom Sawyer. And he's like, yeah, but you're just going to be, I'm going to put a kid out there and will be running around for hot dogs and not doing his job. And so he finally gave in and hired mm-hmm. him to, to be out there. Mm.
3: Yeah. Until he got too old, then they hired, yeah. had, they auditioned another kid and then the that position was retired for like in a year or two after they got the new Tom Sawyer, but
0: yeah, but it was crazy because here we're thinking we're just going to go to this yeah right. dreamy tree gala and, and get to hear him speak, which we, you know, got to and hear him for another almost hour, yeah. but just, and I mean, at one point he, he gets his wallet and he hands me his business card. I mean, that was first of
3: all, who's doing that pretty the nuts to, <laughs> yeah. to have
0: somebody do that. I mean, I'm like, can I keep this? Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, that's yeah, I mean, he yours. Loved
3: and, that. We loved all his stories and uh, yeah. And then we also met and, you know, one of the Walt Disney world ambassadors was there and walked yeah. us around. And
0: Chris was, was really cool. Really yeah. Nice.
3: That was really cool. The, the street artist artist, RC was there and so we got spray to paint meet
0: him. spray paint artist
3: look him up on instagram
0: please he's done one of the huge uh painting he did a huge painting of walt in the museum that's pretty famous in a lot of the pictures you'll see because okay. it's upstairs uh in front of some miniatures and then he also did this mural uh going up the stairs of the dreaming tree itself but super like He's one of those artists that doesn't love like being out in the limelight and functions. He just he loves doing his art and he, he just hates it. He was super cool to talk to or we yeah. felt lucky to to meet him. Did you guys yeah, get I mean, um
4: did you guys get pictures that you're going to be posting or anything like that as far as the town?
0: Did you post the NABBY poster? Maybe,
3: yeah, we posted some some Tom NABBY pictures, but we also didn't want to take a million pictures like at when it was intimate like that, we were yeah. like, well, not with well, we don't to." Yeah. did eat. get
0: a picture of us having ice cream, though. Yeah. Left <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I saw that post. <laughs> and and uh, I get what you said. So,
1: yeah, a, you want to be in the moment a little bit, really have that experience. Number one. Well, yeah, and, I don't mean number two. Yes, I don't, yeah, it's, you don't, want I don't mean just, a, just the
4: pictures, like with that that type of stuff, because that that would. We got a lot too. of
0: pictures of the museum of the around. Like, was I was also about the connected the right barn. through there is a railroad that still runs, and the Santa Fe was there back in the day, and. Uh, Actually, Walt's uncle, Mike Martin, was a conductor on the Santa Fe. And when he would come through town, they said that he had this special whistleblow pattern that Walt would recognize. The family farm is like, I think, like two miles down the road. And he would come running when he heard it. And then Mike would Mm -hmm. stop the train and give him. The last mile
3: yeah. uh ride,
0: which is pretty. I mean, what?
3: Yeah, it's, and some of the Disneyland trains are there, just right in the middle of the town, like in this little yeah. park. There's Disneyland trains, the EP Ripley, and yeah, I mean, it's just a for any history Disney history fan, it is a must do. I can't say it enough. It,
0: it, yeah, for us, it's really good because it's only like six hours, like six and a half yeah. hours away, so it's great.
3: But to answer your question, we do we uh did get footage of the barn and of the the field the family farm main street and all that we do have a, a couple of those videos on our youtube
0: and from the from post office is trip. the only federal walt disney post office that you can get a postmark mm-hmm. from there that that has the official mark on it yep it's yep. the disney school is out there they dedicate walt came into town to dedicate uh a, a school years ago Walt
3: disney elementary and what was the
0: flagpole he brought for the school <laughs> yeah he from... brought
3: a flagpole because they didn't have one so he brought a flagpole it
0: was from something though
3: yeah it was
0: can't remember, and I can't was. remember either
3: i think it was like from but they
0: won't they won't allow you to go in the school but if you plaster your face up like maybe some did the art is still on the wall they did these characters you can go on google and look this up there's these old characters like Jose from the three Caballeros and that's like the old way of doing it kind of that like goes down the hall. And then in the gymnasium is also all the way around.
3: Yeah. And it's the original artwork.
0: Yeah. It's very, very cool.
3: Yeah. I mean, it is just Phil. We were there for what, five days and we, uh, we run out of time
0: because it's just- swimming pool. There was also a dedication yeah, to the swimming Walt pool. It's a really weird Disney pool sign.
3: Yeah. It's.
0: It's, it's a lot it's of stuff crazy. to see if you're really into the history side of it um the
3: museum is a full day it's not in and out in an hour it okay. is a i think that is a full day that is that is not a, fu- not a full day, it's not a well, like, full day
0: stephanie like full day in the park
3: well, no, okay. No, it's a good it's three,
0: a t- four hours if you really That's there's, a whole day. there's a lot to read and listen to. There's a um
3: there's a two hour movie that they play in uh upstairs. I mean, it could be, you could be
0: there for a yeah, long I'm time. just saying, you know.
1: Yeah. What movie? What movie was it? Was it one of the Santa Buddies movies?
0: Oh.
3: It was a double feature, <laughs> Santa and Space Buddies. <laughs>
0: yeah uh, nice. that was so lucky how that stuff all panned out yeah and... we met
3: just uh, it's just nice to be around you know, other Disney nerds Disney fans we all speak the same language and it was great mm-hmm. just to be. you know yeah. we've never done like a convention or anything like that so this was our first time being around people that everyone spoke the same language just like it is here That's awesome. and uh that sounds awesome yeah Man, That's definitely. Was, I gotta
1: do that one one year. It does I mean, sound it's cool. Such a, it's such a bucket yeah. list thing.
3: And, and it was just nice to talk about stuff like wheels on the monorail. Like that is just things we don't talk about with our friends in daily life, you know. But here, I would love to talk about
4: like, that. By the way,
3: yeah. It, here it was just it was nice to talk about. It just you didn't have to preface anything that you said with okay. Well, we like Disney, so maybe you guys know this. Blah blah blah. I mean, we were right. just like. Yeah. You know, talk about these names, Marty Sklar. It just like normal common speak. Yeah, he had some funny things to say about Bob Gurr.
0: Oh yeah, good stuff or bad stuff.
3: He said, you know, good, he good. Said, uh, he it was funny. He said, you know, if if uh, if if you're in a room, if you're on a panel with Bob Gurr, you just kind of sit back and expect not to. He said much. <laughs> one
0: thing I learned is never be on a panel with Bob Gurr because his explanation was, you know, it's, it's kind of like a website where you have the front end and back end developers. He was always the back end of the technology side, more not yeah. necessarily the fun attraction building and concepts yep. and stuff. Yep. And we're like, we're equally interested in all this stuff so it was pretty pretty crazy
3: yeah and he did say you know he's got all these awards and it's crazy that he's like i still in i'm paraphrasing a little bit but he said something to the effect of i can't believe i've got all these awards because i'm not an imagineer i'm not an illustrator i you know i just i he created that role
0: and one uh, another disney legend that is the whole we just did what we were doing as we yeah. went, you know, yeah. figure it out. That's awesome. That yeah. is pretty cool. I definitely
1: yeah, what, did. An, what, a, what an experience,
4: you know? Yeah, right. That's a crazy experience, man. Especially, well, yeah. obviously you got to be uh, Disney buffs. Yeah. And you got to be really into the historic side of it. Which, Which is what, with really, these guys, you know, and Right, and Steph, that's what I'm saying. Guys i guys are. I fully so appreciate that.
1: I think that, you know, I don't know. I know a lot of people that love Disney. I don't think I know anyone that would have appreciated this trip as much as you guys would have appreciated it. Um what was I think what, we've... Oh sorry. No, I was just I think we all would have loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it was even more up your alley. Like if it was one of those things where if, if only 2 out of the 6 of us could go, you guys got to be one I, I that's you that's right up your alley, you know what I mean? So yeah.
3: thanks. It was kind of yeah, it's kind of our it's kind of our jam.
0: What was the piece that we found? Oh, like the Zürcher building was the inspiration for Coke Corner. It Used to be a jewelry store. Oh
3: yeah, there's, and the see, giant so Coke. In-
0: but what was the thing we heard about the lane on the ground? Was the, the 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 hearse?
3: There, the original Coke Corner was taken from a Coca Cola sign in Marceline, and it says Coca Cola Furniture and Undertaking. Wow. So there was a hearse out there and Walt would get into the hearse oh, yeah. as a kid and just pretend like he was dead because he just like, you know, the world was his <laughs> playground. And then they took that undertaking and the um, the the hearse idea and brought that. And that's why the Haunted Mansion has. Because it had
0: no horse. Because it had the, no horse. Yeah. And
3: Walt was saying it has no horse. And that was the joke. So that's why. Outside of the haunted mansion, we have on, in both lands a hearse with no horse.
0: So nuts, right? I mean, there
3: is so much in Disney World and Land that came from. Yeah, time in the more
0: the more times you hook up with the the right people to tell you the stories behind things in the town, you start realizing how so much was yeah it's crazy. an inspiration there and it's yeah. it's really nuts that so much came from that
3: and he loved it he, you know he went back several times and not many people know this but there was going to be a disney in marceline
0: a disney park yeah oh, wow. Wow. Well, the original concept drawings are in there and it basically fell apart when walt died because uh roy had a focus on disney world on right epcot. yeah on epcot and it got it just didn't happen, but it's all there. I mean, it would have been so all cool. All the
3: blueprints are there for that's crazy, Disney, right? Yeah, Missouri.
0: What, what could have, have been, yeah, I know,
3: right? And yeah, and um, yeah, and Tom also did a lot of work for Epcot, and that's yeah,
0: yeah we oh, here's one really cool thing. So, when, when they're one story he told us when they were building spaceship Earth because wow. they had gotten so far behind on the production of it and the whole Earth globe part wasn't right. built and they had been putting doing attractions as they were doing them because they were like we need to seal this up they put all the attractions into there like the little stops and hauled them all to the top of epcot until they were ready to bring each one down as they worked on it so they put them all in there everything up and then sealed it up and then continued to work on it wow but can you imagine all that stuff up can you i was gonna say can you imagine that's really cool.
3: And now when we see that, it's like, oh, we know how they did that.
0: Yeah. That's cool.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: Very cool. But it was only two always- hours, you know, being able, I mean, imagine what you could do with some of these legends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, you know, and he was really determined to get a picture with Bob Iger. And for whatever reason, it just, it wouldn't work out because he's like, you know, you have to go through his people. And I'm like, you're Tom Nabby. But he finally got his After picture.
3: years, he tried.
0: Yeah, with Bob Iger, and he he showed us that picture. Wow! Cool. Did he get one with Bob back yet? No.
1: It sounds like it was an amazing trip, guys. I definitely I definitely got to have that on my list of
0: of a to do list. Um, oh, and uh, also, let's not forget, I brought back four more blow molds. Well, that's the whole, That was that's all also, that really matters. That's it. Yeah, one. one of my all time favorites. So three Christmas, and what was the fourth? Face. What? If it's three Christmas, what was the other one of? It was a Halloween ghost because this year was the first year I started decorating for Halloween because I felt bad for Stephanie because she's more of a Halloween fan. And I started, she actually got me a big Frankenstein blow mold too.
3: So if you're into blow molds, Missouri has some good pickings.
0: (laughs) Side town of Macon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Macon. Yeah. Everybody
3: look up the Disney history.
1: Yeah, I think that's. I think that's one of those things where everyone's kind of got to make that pilgrimage to to Marceline. I haven't done it yet.
0: The other thing Joey I want to California. Well, the important thing I want to also mention is they don't want you to film inside the museum. You can take pictures, okay. but that is why we're not showing any of it. They want you to come to the museum and uh, experience it. And, you yeah, know, yeah.
1: The bars, like, like, be in the moment. Yeah,
0: yeah, so that's that's why you're not seeing any actual video inside. I get it. Yeah. We can take it. pictures
3: yeah. of it and like I said, I in in the barn we have a YouTube, a whole
0: yeah, we video outside, that. but not inside.
3: Yeah. And more is coming too. So okay.
0: cool. well, yeah. we look forward to that. Let
1: us know when we can Thanks. see more of that. And um yeah, so I guess let's uh thankments. What what do we call it? This the thank yous and announcements. Thankments. thank-ments. Let's get to some thankments. Uh so Dan Steph, thank you so much for for bringing us all this information about Marceline. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize what they have there. I I um Mm-hmm. So it's good for I think everyone to hear because it's another option. If you love Disney, it's another option of something to do if you want something a little different than the parks. And um, so I think it's, I think it's a really good option. And again, it's something that I I, I got to make my pilgrimage over there very soon. So um, hopefully by maybe by next summer I will.
0: And the Laughagram that we reported on when the car went through at the laughagram Studios that is very close to uh, Kansas City, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. two but hours, it's it's still being repaired because we talked to some people. Otherwise, we were gonna cruise out there as well so that would be something in the future you could add to that to that and
3: if anyone's looking for just a getaway you want to be in disney but you know maybe you don't want to be around a million people or something you know you just kind of want a, a different disney vacation or a weekend perfect
1: hmm aaron goldberg the author we did that uh that that giveaway for yep. his book a while not that so long ago is a huge uh yep. loves that area was he might was he there when you guys were there no this event um no. i don't he, he's a he's a you know he loves it he's been there a bunch um and he's he's written some written some stuff about it so yeah. not
3: that i saw but they should have i i i was all prepared to talk to him, to him like if i see him or here you know <laughs> but no and maybe he was there incognito not sure but they should have had him speak
1: yeah he's a, uh and he's a good guy too and just he's one of these guys that really you you guys would love him i'd love for you i you know i'll talk about it a little later because you get we have something coming up that, that you and dan you stand and stephanie are going to be doing he'd be perfect to, to have on every once in a while with you guys with something that we'll talk yeah. about in a, little, in a little bit but um yeah but aaron goldberg definitely a good guy but uh so yeah, you know, let's also say some some thank yous too. Also for uh, soups for stopping by, talking a little bit of Marvel mm-hmm. today uh, and some DC. So we got a little bit of comic book stuff going on. So you want to thank him for stopping by. Also, I know we've been discussing our uh, upcoming expansion on TikTok and YouTube. I think by next week, we can actually give a a countdown to when some of it's going to launch. And uh, I'll just give a little bit of a teaser uh, about what some of the stuff you can expect to hear as we've been talking about soon, you know, hopefully by, like I said, hopefully have a countdown by next week, you'll get to hear this show live on Thursday nights. So you'll get to hear us, basically make all our mistakes unedited. And, uh, so you'll get to hear the Disney underground live on Thursday nights. Um, there'll also be a different show that'll be live Wednesday nights. It's called magical discussions where it'll be like a, um, kind of a Disney debate show. And that'll be like a rotating panel. So you always get a bunch of different people on there. And it's, and it's a, it's a kind of a game show kind of things. We're going to keep score. And so there's always going to be a winner. So we'll have, it'll be a, a Disney debate show. That'll have some uh be, have some bragging rights because people will win and lose at the Disney debate show. So that, that should be fun. We'll also have a, a third live show, which will be a Disney trivia show. I know a lot of people remember the uh, Disney dollar game we have. Well, we actually are going to reformat it. It's going to be now magical trivia madness, And that'll air when they, uh, during the week. And that'll also be a live show where people can win prizes literally like right in the chat on the, in the, at the moment. So that's not even going to be pre recorded where people could just show up and win prizes in the chat. So, um, that's going to be pretty big too. There's a lot of things going on. Joey and Sam will have their own vehicle on, on, on the network. We're going to have a little small shop, uh, small business show that they'll be, they'll be headlining. They'll be featuring small shops. It'll be, you know, interviewing small shops talking about what they what you can find in their small shop, how they got started and uh, it'll be great for people that are also looking to start a small shop to hearing what it takes to build up a small shop. Oh, so yeah. it's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun and very very informative. and Dan and Steph are going to be doing a awesome kind of like what you heard today talking about this like rich Disney history, they'll be doing a, um, a Disney history show where it'll be, that'll be their vehicle. Um, that's kind of what I was saying. I think Aaron Goldberg would be, would be a great guy if you guys to have on every now and then, because he speaks your language guys, as far as that Disney like yep. tradition and richness and history. So, um, we're looking forward to that and there'll be a few other shows too. We got, um, we're going to have a, a, a late night talk show, kind of a deal called Late Night Magic. That's actually with me and Piano Rob. Um, it's kind of going to be Letterman Schaefer 2.0, me and Piano Rob. We got a couple <laughs> of cool things coming up where we'll have some banter and some interviews and stuff. Uh, we'll have the Magical Kitchen, which we've talked about a little bit. It's going to be a little Disney cooking show, how to make some marvelous Disney dishes. Um, we'll have some uh, another show, Magical Living, which will be a show where you can kind of find the best things to eat, drink, see, and do in central Florida. And that's just the beginning because we have a bunch of other podcasts that aren't even our podcast that are going to be coming over to, to join in the fun on this network. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have, we'll, we'll be making a lot more new friends as they could say, as we, as we build this thing up. Uh, but I digress. I'm hoping by next week we can, uh, be able to announce the countdown of a date. Uh, We're just trying to figure all that pre-production part out. I just want to give it a little bit of a tease, let you know what you guys can expect. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be a lot of a million different options for people to come and listen to and just get like a different flavor of different things. Um, It'll be a bunch of different shows that'll have a different little aspect. So it's going to be awesome. But with that, let's say uh, adios to the crew. Let's start with, on the other side of the glass, producer extraordinaire, Jay Boogie Birds. Thank you very much, my man. Um, and then let's kick it over to Sunny Miami, Joey and Sam. Adios, my friends.
2: Bye, guys. I don't know about Sunny. It's been raining a lot. Well,
4: yeah. that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great show? A lot of fun. Can't wait yeah. to do it again. Super duper. Um, Super duper. I like that. <laughs> He even had the thumb.
1: In, in, oh yeah. In. That was for when we're live, so they could see that. But
4: yeah. you forgot something, my man. I did. You can definitely check us out. Instagram, Facebooks, and uh
2: Pinterest. Pinterest.
4: Etsy. Etsy. All that good stuff. It's gonna be JSA Creations. Creations is gonna be 3D instead of EA. And uh check us out. We're gonna be doing um, well, the holiday lineup will be coming out soon. So it's been a little while since we've had some stuff. We just had a whole lot of stuff backed up, but uh you know, it'll start up again. So definitely check it out.
1: Excellent. And over to the bestners of the Midwesterners, straight out of Marceline, now Minnesota, <laughs> via Minnesota. Adios, my friends, Dan and Steph.
3: Thanks for letting us come on and tell our story.
1: <laughs> it was well, super. It was super duper.
3: It was super duper. It was. Well, Dan's thrilling. check cleared,
1: <laughs> so I had I was obligated after that check cleared. So. <laughs>
0: So, Steph, are we are we gonna be starting up again soon, or what's Yep, this?
3: we've already started. Where on our Instagram? I'm glad you asked.
0: <laughs> Sounds rehearsed, but it's not. It's
3: not. It's rock and roll, DW. Oh,
0: we're doing that again.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh. Well, hopefully, <laughs> go. Goes- well, I didn't. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So we just started posting some of our thrilling Marceline footage, <laughs> and we've got some other stuff coming up. Hopefully. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hopefully we'll keep going. Uh, hopefully. I'll be decorating for Christmas soon. We'll probably give updates on that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: When are you guys going to decorate?
0: Uh, November 1st.
2: Oh, couldn't say okay. that fast enough, could you, Dan? Wow. Okay.
3: But hopefully, wow. uh,
0: I can't try wait to get over to Rock and Roll DW. We just always try to provide a, a smile, a chuckle, and a rip roaring day. Hopefully. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Okay. See you, stuff.
3: Yeah. Okay. Bye, <laughs>
1: And, and you know what, guys, you guys can catch me this weekend at the Metalorx Cinema with Larry the Cable Guy as we have commentary over all the Air Buddies movies. We're gonna redo them all. Me and Larry the Cable Guy, my best friend, we're gonna be doing the whole commentary over them all at the Metal Arc cinemas.
3: Actually, I could see that happening.
4: You might
0: start getting some hate mail, actually. Yeah, you
3: might yeah.
4: <laughs> from no, Larry the Cable Guy or, or his or his two fans. No, no his his fans. Oh, there's like two. there's just a bunch Joel's of one, and kind of Joel's out. one, of them. yeah, the fans that helped build up that 100 million dollar bank account he's got. So yeah, right. I think yeah. he robbed it.
1: Anyway, he he might be the smartest man alive if he if he somehow oh, earned 100 million dollars. Absolutely. But, but anyway, guys, this has been episode 57 of the Disney Underground. You can find us on instagram at the disney underground all one word and you can hear us on magic of the mouse radio every tuesday and thursdays 5 p.m eastern standard time and saturdays at 1 p.m eastern standard time my name is gene you can find me on instagram at the magical lifestyle and that's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle and you can find me on tiktok at the magical lifestyle one word and as usual peoples have a great today a bit of tomorrow and we'll see you next time